This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back to Kelly and Ramya with Grant and Ramya today, shaking it up a little bit that some things remain the same. We are still on AMI-TV. We are still on the podcast. If you miss any part of the show, thank you so much for tuning in. It's now time to welcome in our community reporter from St. John, Marisa Hersey-Meisner. Hi, Marisa. Welcome to the show. Hi, Grant and Ramya. How are you doing today? Doing well. We are doing okay, I think. How about yourself? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's that festive season, and uh, we're starting to ramp up for Christmas and so forth. So I thought I'd bring some Christmas cheer to the broadcast. Well, it is that festive season. It really is. And I love that it's already kind of starting a little early here i'm i'm glad that we're uh i've already heard christmas music uh i am i am in the spirit all right first things first you're going to talk about the saint mary's band christmas concerts before we get into that though we do have some audio from the con- the event <laughs> It just, it honestly gives me that sort of warm and fuzzy holiday feel feeling. Tell us about it. Exactly. Well, actually, uh, that actually uh, was a march, but uh, they (laughs) will actually be doing (laughs) um, all Christmas uh, music for these concerts. Um, The first one will be November 30th at the Church of the Good Shepherd. And then there's four slated for St. John. Uh, The next one's at Calvary Temple and Tabernacle Baptist Church and St. Mary's and St. Bartholomew's Church as well. We'll have uh, the uh, excitement of uh, St. Mary's Band. Now, St. Mary's Band is um, a a concert band, uh, Brass and Reed, that has been basically founded uh, since 1903. And in 1917, actually, uh, about two thirds of the band members had gone to overseas to uh, fight in World War One, and actually, three members had passed away during uh, the war. And then when they came back, they had uh, started back up, and they have been going um, ever since. And and. The uh, band is a great contribution to uh, the city, and and a lot of uh, city members or residents actually really love St. Mary's Band. So we're excited that uh, they're having four concerts this year, and uh, so if you can't make it to the first one, uh, you have uh, the opportunity to uh, go to the other ones. It reminds me of uh, my like concert band and. In- in school where we get to put together and play some uh, holiday music. I'm guessing that's why just the mere sound of uh, 
a concert band reminds me of the holiday season, if it, even if it's not actually a holiday song, but that's, that's fantastic. Exactly. Uh, I think, mm -hmm. it, I think we actually, sorry, Ramya, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say it's a, it sounds like a pretty, uh, it, you know, with different cities, I guess it's cool that you told us kind of the history of, um, mm -hmm. the band, but also for different cities, you know, there's the, Santa Claus Parade in Toronto that everybody looks forward to or just like looking at uh, going downtown and looking at the different shop windows and things like that. Would you say this is a pretty big staple, Marisa? It is. And actually, they, uh, they, they, St. Mary's Band a lot of times plays mm -hmm. in parades for Canada Day. Uh, they, they have played in the Santa Claus Parade previously. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it is. And uh, they are well-known here in New Brunswick. So it's, um, it's really exciting. I, I sometimes think I should pick up my flute again and start playing and join the band. But uh, anyway, actually there was uh, a, um, a lady that was legally blind that had played with the band for at least two or three years before she had passed away. And uh, she was wondering, how am I going to see the conductor? Cause she was going to play in the percussion, which is way back in the back. And so anyway, they had made arrangements. So she was able to participate in that and uh, she loved it. Oh, that's so cool. I, I actually played the drums in, uh, the, the bands way back in high school as well. That was uh, definitely always a challenge to figuring out. I, you know, essentially I set the the rhythm for the band. So, uh, yeah. oh, that's funny. So is this a meaning, like really meaningful part of the holiday season for you is uh, checking out uh, some good, good music? It is. It is. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I, Usually I'll attend that, and then there are some actual tea and quilt and flea markets and that sort of thing for Christmas uh, crafts and things. And uh, so, yeah, usually all those uh, things that uh, bring joy and your spirits up for Christmas. Of course. Look, yeah, very festive. Yeah, I think we have one more audio clip, maybe if we want to roll that now. Fantastic. I'm, I'm going to have to check out some concerts this year for, for sure. Mm. For sure. Mm -hmm. Really Very important part of this. Very different sounds too. I'll say. Second. Marisa, I could, uh, let's talk about... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I can tell you that they, they actually, a couple years ago, or just before COVID, they had played this very intricate... Uh, uh, and very difficult piece. And I remember the, especially the flutes and the clarinets, they, they had several notes that they had to play like, um, and very quick and, and everything. And it was so beautifully, like they did such a great job. And so the musical talent uh, within the band is just excellent. So, yeah, I'm on to my next topic which mm, is exactly. uh, tis a season for giving and uh just wanted to talk about uh you know this this is a giving season and 
Giving Tuesday is coming right up on November 28th. And there's lots of organizations that could use, um, you know, donations and because there's such a need for, um, there's many needs. Um, and so just wanted to point out a few for Giving Tuesday regarding, you know, the sight loss community uh, specifically. And that is um, guide dog schools such as CNIB Guide Dogs, Mira Foundation, uh, Guide Dogs Users for Canada, um and cnib of course ccb uh and then uh and i i also should point out that saint mary's band is a charitable organization as well and then um the other thing that uh you know there's several others that you can give for giving tuesday but uh i'll move on to uh the annual empty stocking fund. And this actually is an event or was an annual event for some time and a number of years. And recently in about in 2022, the sponsor had um, had walked away because they had sold the business and and uh, the new owner didn't want to participate. So anyway, uh, we were we were concerned that this uh, this event wasn't going to happen again. But this year, the Joshua Group, which is a uh, an organization that supports children in St. John, is actually going to help and sponsor this event. So that's great. Um, and then the other uh, thing that I wanted to talk about is Harbor Lights. Harbor Lights um, is a campaign here in St. John, New Brunswick, that basically helps 16 food banks throughout southwestern uh, New Brunswick. And so, and the needs are so great here, especially in this area, high poverty uh, levels and, and a lot of children going without. So um, these are uh, a few uh, giving opportunities that, uh, and if you're interested, um, there is some information that I shared and um, you can, find their website for Harbor Lights and so forth. You know, we were talking about this with Beth uh, earlier, and we, we've thought of it as sort of an us versus them thing, but so many people are using the food banks and have that need. So many people that uh, it's, it's super important. Uh, let's move on and talk about men of the deeps. And uh, we have some audio from this as well, if we want to roll that. Men on rakes, they climb on board, traveling under ocean floors. They sweat and swear till the work is done. It's the miner and the miner's son. Men Marisa, Marisa, yes. I'm just going to let you lead here. Tell us all about this. Uh, the Bit of the Deep is a um, choir that had um, that are basically um, retired or minors uh, from Cape Breton Island. And uh, on November 11th, we went to a uh, Remembrance Day tribute to um, honor the veterans um, that they had put on. And we absolutely loved it between the singing and the storytelling. I mean, Kate Bretoners are the best for storytelling. And so anyway, I uh, just wanted to let um, all those in Ontario know 
that uh, the men of the deeps are coming to Ontario to several places such as Ottawa, Guelph, Burlington, um, and and many more. And so I would advise you to check it out and and have an opportunity to go buy your tickets and 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 look them up because uh, we really enjoyed ourselves. And my husband said, I think I thought you were going to laugh your head off. Oh, that's fantastic. So many amazing events ha uh, happening around this time of year. And we really appreciate you sharing them with us, Marisa. You are very welcome. I hope you have a great day. You as well. Thanks for coming on the show. Okay. Thank that you. Was, that was our community reporter from St. John, Marisa Hersey-Meissner. Coming up next, registered nurse Leslie DePoe. She stops by to talk about men's health and how we can normalize those conversations about it. Stay with us. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.